I'm Jim Cameron, Jim Cameron Consulting, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, the home of Synergy Billing, and I'm your host for Volusia Matters. News, interviews, and matters that impact Volusia County directly or indirectly. Now let's get on with some news. State constitutional amendment proposals are entering their final stretch of gathering and certifying signatures to appear on the 2024 ballot. Now, petition drives begin with advocates drafting language for a single subject, which is then reviewed by the Attorney General to ensure it meets legal requirements. Now, once approved, a specific number of voter, that's Florida voter signatures, must be collected from 8% of the votes cast in the preceding presidential election. And it's actually 891,000 valid signatures, which must be confirmed by February 2024 from at least 14 of the state's 28 congressional districts. Then it's reviewed by the Florida Supreme Court regarding the one subject rule. Now, once those approvals take place, the amendment proceeds to the general election ballot where it must receive a 60% majority to be approved. One proposal is already from the legislature that'll appear on the ballot and that is to make school board elections partisan beginning in the November 2026 general election. Otherwise, as of this month, two petition proposals are gathering signatures for the ballot for 2024. First, Smart and Safe Florida would allow individuals age 21 or older to possess, use, purchase marijuana for personal use. And it would allow any of the state's 22 licensed medical marijuana operators to acquire, cultivate, process, manufacture, sell, distribute these products and accessories. Now it has more than 1 million signatures and this is due to the work of the Smart and Safe Florida Political Committee. Now, True Leave, Florida's largest medical marijuana distributor, has contributed more than $50 million to this initiative. However, Attorney General Ashley Moody is challenging the proposal, which she says violates the state constitution. Sources in Tallahassee say the amendment has a 50-50 chance at this point. Now, another citizen's proposal is the Right to Clean Water Initiative. Now, it says that Florida citizens have a fundamental right to clean and healthy water in the state constitution, and it would allow residents the legal authority to sue organizations or governmental entities in order to enforce such rights. Now, this proposal came from a successful county charter 
water rights amendment passed in Orange County by 89% of the vote in 2020. However, this proposal has only 43,000 and some signatures, making it less likely to reach the ballot. Also at the state level, no casinos, which spearheaded a 2018 ballot measure to make it harder to expand gambling wants the Florida Supreme Court to reject a compact that would give the Seminole tribe control over sports betting throughout the state. They joined two paramutual companies last month in a lawsuit before the Supreme Court claiming that the sports betting compact violates constitutional amendment number three from the 2018 ballot. Now, Governor DeSantis and Seminole Tribe signed this compact in 2021 and legislators ratified it. At question is whether to allow the Seminoles to accept sports wagers from mobile devices anywhere in the states with bets run through servers on tribal land. No casinos say sports betting would allow betting beyond reservation boundaries. Let's see what happens. And turning to Washington, after Kevin McCarthy was removed as House Speaker last week, Congress still has no House Speaker. Now there are two candidates currently, uh, Steve Scalise, House Majority Leader from Louisiana, and Judiciary Committee Chair Jim Jordan from Ohio, and they're part of an election that'll take place today, October the 11th, and one of these candidates must receive at least 217 votes, and there are only 221 Republicans in the House thus making it a tight race. And I might add that with Congressman Patrick McHenry, North Carolina, as the acting House Speaker for now, Congress can pass no legislation. They can't do any business until a House Speaker is formally elected. This just in, Congressman Steve Scalise prevailed in a vote for House Speaker over Congressman Jim Jordan by a vote of 113 to 99. Now that was a secret ballot vote. Next comes the vote of the full House, should be coming soon. And from that, Scalise needs to get 217 votes. And with the House having a uh, slight majority, maybe a little tricky, because if all Democrats vote against Scalise, which is eh, traditionally so, depending on the party, uh, Scalise will need some of those conservative votes that may have gone against 
then House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. We'll see. City of Daytona Beach is highlighting staff members that are helping business owners navigate the permitting process. Project Manager Kim Flattery and Economic Strategic Opportunities Director Jeff Brown can help prospective business owners navigate the city's zoning, permitting processes, licensing requirements, and regulatory issues. Flattery, a code enforcement officer, zoning inspector, permit technician, property maintenance and housing inspector, fire safety inspector, and fire plans examiner has worked on city staff since 2017. Now, Jeff Brown has 30 years experience and has worked with city staff since 2021, and his expertise is attracting transformative projects, creating affordable housing, coordinating FEMA projects, and managing infrastructure projects. Moving on to the county, Volusia County's negotiation team will meet Friday, October 13th, 9 a.m. with representatives from the International Union of Police Associations, AFL-CIO, which represents the county's Division of Corrections Lieutenants. Now, this will be to discuss collective bargaining and some items you may want to have on your calendar. Volusia Legislative Delegation Meeting will take place Tuesday, October 24th, 3 to 6 p.m. at DeLand City Hall. That's 120 South Florida Avenue in DeLand. For more information, call 304 7630 or email Senator Wright's office. Another item, Barracks of Hope Grand Opening Ceremony. That'll take place Friday, November 10, 2 p.m. That'll be at 962 Derbyshire Road in Daytona Beach. Guest speaker will be Congressman Michael Waltz. Now to RSVP, call Rhonda Hodges at 299 3853. And next, you might want to add on your calendar. I understand it's going to be November the 18th, will be the next Volusia County Economic Division Report Breakfast. That's the Q Breakfast. And that'll take place again Friday, November the 18th, 7 30 a.m. at Daytona International Airport. And I might remind you that. Daytona Regional Chambers Candidate Boot Camp will take place November 28th, and I believe that'll be from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Now, this is for anyone interested in running for political office and wants to know and learn certain aspects of campaigning and what's expected of a candidate. Election Supervisor Lisa Lewis and various campaign managers and elected officials will share what to expect when running for local, state, and congressional office. For more information, call Nancy Kiefer at 255-0981. I've attended this before, and it's very well organized, and I plan to attend again. And I'd like to 
welcome Jerome Adams as the new administrator for the city of Oak Hill. Glad to have you on board. Also wanted to remind everyone that Biketoberfest is next week, October the 19th through the 22nd. There will be bike expos and a lot of activities and such throughout the Daytona Beach area. So remember Biketoberfest next week, October the 19th through the 22nd. And next, I usually don't do this, but I'm asking you to please help a local business. In 2022, my good friend Chuck Duba opened Beaches Entertainment Eatery and Booze Box Store at East International Speedway Boulevard and Peninsula Drive, that intersection. FDOT road work over there has customers thinking that these businesses are closed, and they're not. Thus, Chuck's daily business has slowed big time. When the call was made before to bring new businesses to East International Speedway Boulevard, Chuck was the first to renovate a property with this new complex. Now he's stuck in a difficult situation, but he's got great food and carries some fantastic liquors and wines. So please help him out. And to finish up, still wanna announce that the U.S. debt is over $33 trillion, and that equals out to over $250,000 per taxpayer in the U.S. Now look for a new podcast episode to be released next week and the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter, which is emailed each month. And if you're not receiving it, call me at 566-2140, and my $1,000 guarantee still stands. And in closing, there were about 500 attendees that participated in a vigil and memorial for Israel on Monday evening at Temple Bethel in Norman Beach. Now this was in response to that horrible attack by Hamas which killed hundreds or maybe thousands of Israelis. Now noted speakers included Sheriff Mike Chitwood and Norman Beach Mayor Bill Partington and I support Israel 100% and hope that this conflict is resolved quickly. This is Jim Cameron signing off saying God bless and roll tide.